All right, everybody, welcome to this episode of Learning the Tropes, the Daisy Sessions. Um, today, we're going to be talking about episode six, Whatever Gets You Through the Night, oh. <laughs> written by Charmaine DeGrat uh, and Will Graham, directed by Nzinga Stewart. Um, what an apt title for this episode. Oh, so yeah. We, we started chatting briefly before we started recording. Oh, I'm Aaron. I'm Taylor. And Don't forget to introduce us. I know. <laughs> For Although, all our new I fans. Exactly. Who's starting on episode six? Nobody. Um an episode to start on if it is. Oh my goodness. We we so yeah, so we chatted briefly that you need a break. I need a break. I think it's just um it's like I said at the beginning, you know, the very beginning, that this is the show is like a cake. And it's really rich. It's really dense. There's a lot here. And I want to take it one slice at a time. And just watching everything back to back is, it's draining. Like, I, I don't know. I'm. It's just like kind of draining on me. And I just want to take more time in between episodes. Like, I just don't understand why they did this three I mean, I do. We've talked about it. We like we've gone through why, you know, like episode four is tied to episode five. And I guess I don't think that this needed to be tied to anything. I think this could have no. stood alone. But I just am like, this is a lot. And Amazon is really kind of screwed everybody over with this schedule. I think I think so, too. I mean, I think had it been like maybe the first two or three episodes the first night, and then just weekly would have been so much better and more. Yeah. Cause you don't have like time to sit with the episodes. And I think that's what you get with a weekly release. I mean, think about the last of us, which is like, everybody's watching about it. People have been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's kept building. Exactly. Whatever an episode comes out, there's like think pieces about the episode. And we talk about the episode and there's TikToks about the episode. Are they about the episode, though? (laughs) About Pedro. About Pedro. Or or like parts of the episode. I don't know. When there was the um, the Murray episode. Yeah, episode three. Yeah. But you know what I mean? And it it allows an audience to find it and allows it to build. And like, that's the strange thing about this series. And I overall am enjoying it. And there are so many positives about it. But people aren't talking about it. No. Like, I'm just, there's kind of like nothing. And it's no. so strange to me because it seemed, it's so ripe to be massive. And I think instead it's like, it's, there's too much going on. And so if people aren't able to like sit with it and speculate and do all those like fun things that you do with a TV show. Right. I mean, The Last of Us had its finale during the Oscars and it mm-hmm. still did amazing. Like yeah. ratings wise. Um, I'm not following. I'm like active. I'm still actively avoiding stuff online f- mm-hmm. for Daisy Jones. Uh, so I don't really know if people are talking about it. But are they like you're saying that they're not. It's just not a people aren't discussing this. I just feel like I don't. I don't see anything. See anything. No. And when I do see stuff posted about it, it's like the actors or amazon posting about it like i don't see like the organic stuff or right yeah i've noticed like on vulture.com they have a little section Mm -hmm. and um i did when i before i watched episode six 
I Googled one of the actors. I Googled the actor Eddie because I just wanted to see who he was. And I did have a Google headline spoil a huge part of Of this episode this episode so i was really upset about that i was like of course the one time that i actually google (laughs) this it's like i get a massive spoiler like thanks a lot so i knew part (laughs) i knew one of the things concerning eddie that comes down the pipeline Mm -hmm. this episode but um i think i also wonder if maybe they I saw an, a headline today that said ranking all the songs on Aurora. And it said, now that the album has been released, we can listen to all the real songs from the fake band. And so I'm wondering if maybe Amazon pushed for a top heavy release schedule to get to the album in the show so that they could release the album in real life. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's like then just release the album starting day one. And if somebody wants to listen to it, they can. Or build more anticipation for the album. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't listen to the album. I didn't click on the article. I didn't. I'm not. I'm still not listening to anything that hasn't been Mm -hmm. released on the show. Because I want everything to come naturally. Yeah. But yeah, this is a episode with a lot of talk about it's an interesting one this is the episode that i have been dreading (laughs) yeah yeah and you'll have to remind me because i don't remember some specifics of the book and i didn't have a chance to go back and read you have better memory than i do but let's start i just mean i just want to clarify by what i mean is that this is the episode that has the most departures from the book and mm-hmm. one like huge departure that is not in the book at all. Mm-hmm. And so like I guess I knew that it was always coming, but I just was not ready for it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it really hit me. It hit <laughs> it hit me. Yeah. Yeah. But we start this episode and the band is in the studio. Everybody's working together. Music is an intimate thing. They're laughing. They're having a good time. Daisy's singing straight to Billy. <laughs> Eddie is mad that they keep coming in giggling. I love that Graham answers the interviewer. Like, I wasn't nervous about anything at, at that point. Not at the beginning. The songs were too good. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't want to have to think about what could else could be going on. The band finally does drugs. I know. And I didn't know I was such like a pusher of drugs, but like for the love of Christ, can we please see some people having fun in this fucking show? Yeah. Doing drugs and being a rock band in the 70s. Like I thank you. Thank you. Like when they were finally doing Coke off the the in the studio, I was like, great, great. Yep. Yep. When I saw Warren bend down and snort, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Finally. These are also just like kids who have just come into money and just hang out with their friends and work weird hours. Like, of course they're on drugs. Of course. Um, I know. Yeah. Graham and Karen are still fu- making out in closets. Hot. Hot. Yeah. When they uh, have to separate. The person who walks in also is just like, I'm just going to look straight at this light switch and not into the actual closet. Yeah. He would have got an eyeful. Uh, Little idiot. And then Daisy wants the music to be more swampy. And I do have to say, 
it was more swampy after. Like she did accurate. Well, <laughs> because Billy knows how to speak Daisy, Daisy, which was the best line. Oh, he knows how to speak Daisy now. <laughs> so good. But I loved afterwards when Eddie, <laughs> like I loved their little vibe that they just have Warren and yeah. Eddie like swamp it. <laughs> <laughs> They are a great duo. I just thought like more of those little off asides, you know, like just where it's fun little things. Like remember in the pilot episode where they just somebody randomly says Burt Reynolds, like bring back those little tiny, really funny lived in funny moments. That's what we want. Yeah, we yeah, exactly. We get introduced to the villain of the episode, Jonah Berg. Jonah Berg, he finally shows up. Yeah, I know. I didn't think we were going to get him at all. I didn't think we were going to get him either. And I was like, oh, it's Jonah. And then he was not what I expected. And mm. yeah, he was the, the antagonist. So, But he didn't and, do anything that he didn't do in the book. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, And, and the older Daisy says... I promise to tell you everything, but how much of everything do you want to know? Yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Tell. I mean, now we we still can't spoil it. Although at this stage, who knows? If that's the twist. Yeah, it could be a completely different twist. I think it's going to be it. I think they're going to stay true to that. Well, something also that somebody pointed out was like Camilla's lower lower third isn't Camilla Dunn. Camilla Alvarez. It's her maiden name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Photographer. I noticed photographer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's fine. Whatever. Give her a job, I guess. Um. <laughs> but Camilla's home alone and feeling iced out. Did we skip over the part? Yeah. Oh, man. The, the, the looks that Billy gives Daisy while they're listening to the album just i think that it's um i don't know if i wanted it to play more into the memory aspect that we've talked about but i think i liked the the way that this episode a little bit goes into who does what for what reasons and the manipulation mm-hmm. of everything and how one person thinks that one thing happens for one reason and the other person says that they did one thing for another reason um and so it's just when billy is giving those looks to Daisy while they're listening and it's just this you're like wondering what is this is this like longing is this pride is this sexual tension like what I thought it was great I thought it was so good oh no that although that was all amazing and it felt so earned after last episode too Mm -hmm. like this felt like a natural continuation in a way that's great Mm mm-hmm and then um, him just being like, it's just an act. It's not real life. Yeah. Because Jonah's seeing the way that he and Daisy like act together and they have like a combative kind of flirty relationship. And mm-hmm. Billy says it's like Bonnie and Clyde. I had a hard time following his little speech too. I'm like, I think Billy's just bad at metaphor. Cause I was like, you're like Warren Beatty. He's yeah. Warren Beatty, the actor and Faye Dunaway. It's Daisy. I guess he really wanted to talk about a metaphor where they just die in a hail of bullets later. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because it's also like there's a difference between acting and songwriting, too. But a a point was made. I don't know if it was like a great point to be made. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, Camilla's home alone. She can't connect with Billy. He's kind of icing her out, which is like a bummer to see. Yeah. And she must be so lonely because her mother went back home. She All of her friends are in the band. Yeah, she, so like, she doesn't really have any friends. Home alone with an 18-month-old, which must be like fucking hell. Yeah. And it's like when you used to be a team, like her and Billy used to be a team. He used to, you know, she was the first person to hear all the songs and now she's not anymore. She doesn't even hear them. Not only is she not the first, she doesn't even hear them. Or he doesn't like, he doesn't ask her opinion on them. Not until after they're done. I It's so sad. I mean, this is skipping ahead, but when they're at the photo shoot and she's like, oh my God, is this Aurora? And he's like, oh, yeah, take a listen. Let me know what you think as he's running as off. As he's walking away. so dismissive. And mm-hmm. oh, it, that was that was cruel. Yeah, I didn't love the way that Billy treated Camilla in this episode. And I don't think it didn't feel it felt like a betrayal of his character mm-hmm. because he's still so obsessed with her. And you're allowed to love two women at the same time. And you don't have to, like, it just felt, it felt unnecessary to me. Yeah. I think it would have been richer if he felt more tor- torn. Mm-hmm. Like, if he still treated Camilla the same way, but then, you know, he's feeling, he's suffering from these feelings for Daisy instead of just icing Camilla out. And then it turns into, like, right. a little bit of a cliche. Right, especially after last episode, he gets home and he gets into bed with her and it's like hot and heated. And it's like, where's that energy this episode? Exactly. Yeah. She's in a photo studio and there's just some like hot guy speaking Spanish. I thought that she was going to like sleep with that guy or something. So I got spoiled that she hooks up with Eddie. And so I knew that he wasn't going to be a thing. So uh, there was no tension in this scene for me because I knew he wasn't (laughs) the end result. Yeah. Then it is kind of a nothing scene that I'm not sure quite what it is showing other than like, she turns somebody down, which is like, okay, but like, yeah, I would have assumed I assume Camilla gets hit on all the time because I have eyes. And then I also assume that she says no, (laughs) you know? Yeah, right. I took away that she's losing her roots because her Spanish is terrible. Uh, She's like feeling really adrift or untethered, as Daisy would say, with her kite metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then she needed somebody to point out that Daisy and Billy have the hots for them in the photo, which was so dumb. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. She knows. Like, you like, but that is I just don't. This is like Camilla's a tough character in the book. And so like I'll say that, you know, the writers of the show had their work cut out for them with how to accurately and like lovingly handle Camilla. Cause she's tough. Like she is kind of just a groupie, but like she's her own woman. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't like what they did with her here. But I yeah. also yeah. Well, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. I mean, I love the scene between Camilla and Karen when they're sitting out by the fire and talking. Mm-hmm. And Camilla's able to open up to Karen and talk about how she hasn't heard songs from the album, how she feels like she's not her own person anymore. 
all these things. It was like a very sad but very real conversation. Yeah. She wants something of her own. And then she gets Karen to admit that she's been sleeping with Graham. Sees right through Karen. So obvious because Graham can't stop smiling. Graham is the cutest. So cute. And I, I, I liked, I don't know, whenever the two of them are together, I think it's like a fantastic scene. I do really like Karen with all, like, Suki Waterhouse has grown on me. And mm. I've always liked Karen. Karen, I think, is my favorite character in the book. Like, mm-hmm. I just love her vibe. Um, and, yeah, so all of her scenes that she has, like, she just seems like a, she seems like a really good scene partner. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, and then Billy comes to bed. Camilla's trying to talk to him about the song. He won't even like talk about a song with her. He says that Daisy wrote it. Lies. He just wants to go to sleep. Ugh. Yeah. No like good. why? But why? Okay, what do you think was the writers? What were the writers trying to do here? literally just give Camilla a reason to go look for something else. Why are they doing, why is Billy acting this way? Where's the emotional I don't, impetus it just coming from? see him like wrapped up in his work to the point where like he's not realizing that he's falling for Daisy or I don't know what it is, but it's it's like a little too on the nose. It Like you're, you're right. Even if Billy is wrapped up in his work, Although it is interesting because, you know, when he was on the road and cheating on her a lot with the first tour, Mm -hmm. he just like didn't engage with her, basically. Mm -hmm. So it could just be like when he knows he's fucking up, he just doesn't engage. Mm. Possibly. That gives them a lot of credit. (laughs) (laughs) I think you did a really good job of getting there for them. But I, yeah, and and Camilla too. It's like it's hard because I feel like episode to episode, like sometimes you have an episode and you're like, "Fuck yeah, Camilla!" Like the party episode where she's like firing on all cylinders. She's the Camilla we know. She's manipulating people. She's making things happen. She's standing up for herself and her mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have an episode like this where I'm like, "Who is this woman?" Because mm-hmm. this woman is hard to root for because she never just says to Billy like. Other than at the end, but she never just says to Billy, like, what the fuck is going on? Why yeah. are you showing me the songs? Right. Which Why feels... are you icing me out? Mm-hmm. Which feels like sh- that's what she would say. Like, why is she tiptoeing around him in this way? It's so strange. Thank you. That's it. She's not a tiptoer. She just speaks her yeah. mind. She speaks direct. And she, like, again, getting ahead of myself. But, like, when she's like, I need a secret of my own. I was like, that's not Camilla at all. Like, yeah. no, she she asks for other people's secrets and she'll tell you her own. Like, she gets p- secrets out of people. And it's just, it just didn't feel, I don't know, like, uh, you know, the sleeping with Eddie, we'll talk about that later. But, like, that's not the thing that makes her hard to root for. You know, like, that's different. Yeah. It's the fact that she's just become this passive aggressive person which is not the character at all right which is all it's hard to root for somebody who's passive aggressive it's annoying yeah it's, it's like, a bad trait to have you know mm-hmm. yeah um 
then we're back in the studio. Billy and Daisy are singing. Jonah is like in the future is like they always had these coded message songs or coded messages to each other. And Eddie goes like coded. Did like, he say coded? <laughs> um, Daisy does drugs in front of Billy, which seems to be crossing a line or or kind of a first time that that happened. It it felt like starting towards danger. Yeah. When he says you don't have to leave. Do you think he knew what he, she was going to do? Yeah, of course. And I think she was trying to respect him because one, he made her flush all the pills down the toilet. So she would always probably be like, oh, I have to go to my car. I have to do this whenever she would want to take something. Right. And he knew that's what she was doing. Um, And so then Billy Daisy drive to the ocean, ocean so she can try to remember a melody. Oh, the little small smiles in the car where they're like, did the melody come back to you yet? I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Literally both of my hands on my face like this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> then they get to the ocean. I, here's the thing, too. Like, obviously, I know all like all of this is coming. But like when Daisy's like, tell me you were this is new to me. And they're kind of talking coded about the relationship. Like that feels so soon. We're almost I'm like that conversation feels like it should be happening next episode. Yeah. Because they went from enemies to tolerating each other. And like, it doesn't feel like there was time for that to even grow a little bit more. It's it's, it feels really like I, there just seems to be a lot of unearned scenes or unearned emotional conversations in this episode that are like why why are we doing this now so i i found that so odd but what did you think about the scene on the beach so when you so when i texted you that i had gotten a spoiler and then you said oh no is it something with billy and daisy i was like no 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 like they would never do that completely thinking that it was not gonna happen and then this happens. And I was like, no, this is so soon. You're absolutely right. It's unearned emotion. We, they just have, they're finally getting together. They've only technically been getting along for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe if we had seen more montages or like we had seen them write another song together, going through the ups and downs. I don't know. It just feels like this is the, um, the trap of voiceover and like flashbacks is that you can have, you know, Billy say there's nothing like writing a song. And then Daisy say like, we fought a lot and you, you can assume that the audience is going to get the emotional mileage out of that. And, Mm -hmm. and it just didn't, it didn't feel worth it. Yeah. I think they ride a lot on the chemistry of the two, which like fair play. Yes. But it just, it felt really, it felt really soon. It felt really soon. And it felt also like so vulnerable for Daisy to to say that too, in a way where I'm like, I don't feel like she's there yet. Her character. Right. To be able to, to vocalize her needs in that way. In like a non-aggressive way, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for Billy to say, you make everything better. We haven't seen her make everything better we've seen her make honeycomb better (laughs) and like yeah we've seen her make the band probably get along better probably made all these songs better but like yeah it's not also billy doesn't like what they're like 
he yeah. likes the songs, but he doesn't like what she did to the band. He doesn't like that it's now a democracy. He hates right. that. <laughs> yeah. He likes it when he was in charge and everything was about, it was just songs about his wife. And it also <laughs> undermines how much, like how quickly she was able to unravel that too. Yes. You know, where it's like, it was all about Camilla. It was all about Camilla. And then within a matter of like, what, weeks, months? It's not. Mm-hmm. Um. Daisy basically tries to get him to go back to her hotel room, which also I'm like, and maybe I need to reread the book, but it feels like Daisy was conflicted in, in the book. Uh, not no. really. No, she was like, uh, I'm, she was upset when he yeah. turned her down. It wasn't really conflicted like it was when they're writing a song and she like leans in to kiss him and he like pulls mm-hmm. back and says no and then she's like I can't believe you turned me down and then Billy claims that it's alcohol and drugs and he saw everything and he wanted to leave and she was like that's not it yeah that's temptation basically it's basically what happened but yeah. the temptation Oh, that was great. Where she's just like, what did he tell you? Yeah. And he says, I looked at that room and I saw temptation. And then Daisy goes, it wasn't the drugs. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah. But again, it, yeah, it just, it feels really early. Like I could see maybe if you don't have the first scene at the beach, but you just have that part. Yes. I could do with that. That would have been. Yeah. If it was just the drive to the, her house yeah. and her being under the guise of like, oh, we'll come in and we'll write in my place, in my bungalow. Mm-hmm. And it being like, no, knowing what it would mean. But it's like, she's basically expressed that she has feelings for him. So it's like, what was he thinking the whole ride back, valeting the car, walking up those steps, walking around that pool? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was like, yes, yes, yes. And then all of a sudden he was like, no. It's yeah. like, well them so long to get to that stage. Yeah, right. Slam on the brakes now? Okay. Yeah. Like, I, it, it was bizarre. Um, but then Daisy sees Jonah by the pool. She calls him Rolling Stone, which I love. Yeah. Like, uh, Jonah. Um, and Jonah is a messy bitch who lives for drama, and so he immediately tells her <laughs> that Billy said it was all an act. Yeah. Loved. Yeah. That was no, great. That was a that was a great scene. And then her just leaning forward and be like, Do you have any Coke? <laughs> I just don't want to feel this feeling right now. So I'm gonna need you to give me some drugs, Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Um, I just yeah. I don't know what I expected him to be. I thought like reading in the book, he seems like he's very much on the band side and he like wants to be their friend and he wants to be, you know. I don't know. He just, he seems like with them and a part of the group and this, he just seemed so antagonistic and very against them. Yeah. And they added the little layer. Yeah. They added the little layer of him being um, a new writer. Like if they had sent anybody else, it wouldn't have like, it wouldn't have been a big deal, you know, where he's like, this was my first assignment or something. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to get the story I want. I was, yeah. It was different. I mean, he, he was all different, but um, yeah, then Daisy goes missing. 
And we have this scene, like, I remember the diving board scene so vividly from the book. Mm-hmm. And I found it weird that it was, like, put here instead. Because didn't Simone find her? When it she's happens at the very t- early in the but book. But she's, like, on the end of the diving board and Simone finds her and there's glass broken on the diving board, right? I no. Don't, it's glass on the... I, I mean, it's, like, glass on the pool oh i don't remember if it was on the diving board you didn't you thought it wasn't very true to the book well i just thought it was like simone found her there and so then billy finding her there and i'm finding that it's happening quite a bit in this it's billy telling oh billy finds her billy no because uh Simone was at the party and like she sees it happen but Teddy and Billy go and Teddy gets oh. her and Billy's Billy comes with Teddy and then he sees all the drugs and he's like can you handle this I need I can't be here and Teddy's like yeah 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 leave so then Billy leaves oh, okay you um, remember better than me what are you saying about the telling of this though oh then never mind but I thought it was interesting the um when the whole crowd was just like, <laughs> was just chanting for her to jump. I was like, is this a metaphor for fame? <laughs> Where it's like this beautiful woman at the end of a diving board who's clearly like not having a good time, like is out of it. And it's just like massive people just saying like, yes, jump, jump. Let's see you like go down for this. And then she does. Yeah. Mm. Again, I think you're um, given a lot of credit. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that. I wrote in my notes, symbolism? <laughs> Question mark. I think it is. I think it um, is. But I did like that yeah. they had a party. Like, finally, Daisy had a party. But again, she doesn't interact with anybody at the party. No. The girl doesn't know how to talk to people, apparently. She's got some poor social skills. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah. when Billy what? comes and then he leaves and then Daisy says, say hi to Camilla for me. I no. hated that. Fuck that. I hated Fuck it. That. Yeah. I thought it was horrible. It's mm-hmm. so not in the character of Daisy in the show, even like not even in right. the book. It's just so, uh, it made me mad. Yeah. It's not like her. It's not her character in the show. It just felt so antagonistic. And also it's like, at this point in the show, is Daisy supposed to believe that Billy was going to leave his wife for her? Yeah. Because it seems like Daisy probably I doesn't want a husband. Like, I. I feel like Daisy wants a guy to kind of like record music with and fuck every once in a while. Like she's not into relationships. No. And so it's so strange that she would be so antagonistic about his wife. Like I can understand if she's like, we just won't tell Camilla and she'll never know. And we can just have fun. Feels more true to who the character is than like so angry when Camilla's around. That's so strange. Yes. I could get if this was her trying to, like obviously Daisy needs to say something to Billy, you know, continue the mind games, really like poke at him. But to bring Camilla into this feels so unlike her. 
and yeah. like say anything else say like oh i can't handle your booze so you can't be around a party like say something about his alcoholism like don't bring his wife into this and then for her to be so upset like for one of the things in their argument at the photo shoot to be like you think it's uncomfortable for me with your wife here it's like when where is this coming from what like he's never said he's gonna leave his wife for her he's never even done anything at the point of the party like you guys have a flirtation and all of a sudden you're bringing camilla into this it felt it felt gross to me it was so gross um and then we have them back in the studio i liked her and warren on the ground and she's like now play a beat like the when he's thinking i was like loved it um, I would like more like Daisy and Warren and Eddie. Like, I feel like they're like a fun, unique trio. What are they? Yeah, yeah mix um, up the mix up the like groupings. Even though she refuses to know one thing about Eddie, she does not want to, and she won't. True. Um, and then Ugh. Billy writes a song for more fun to miss. She doesn't want to sing it. Somehow she ends up singing it, and is not very good. And then we just have this montage of Billy just saying stop and pushing her over and over and over again this is in the book yeah right so like it made sense no i liked it i mean i thought it was good but then okay then she storms out because she's like fuck you he will goes after her and they end up kissing in the parking lot do they kiss in the book no okay nothing happens in the book ever yes this i i i almost screamed i like had again my hands up to my face what what i hated it what no i hated it when it happened okay and then i hated it i hated it i hated it and then they get to the photo shoot and she's like, what was that kiss for? And he's like, well, how do you think you sounded afterwards? You wouldn't have got there without me. So then I started thinking back on it. And I was like, did Billy finally learn the game that they're playing? And like, he finally learned how to manipulate Daisy. And this is the way, I mean, obviously it worked. Mm -hmm. And so... I mean, the peers that I am didn't like it because it wasn't in the book. But also, you know, they do say in the book, do we have to tell you everything? So maybe it wasn't there. But I still don't like it. I still was like, no, I don't like this. And I think if if they had set up in the show, it's like some things are real. Some things are one person's memory. Some things are the absolute fact of what happened. And they yeah. had this be like one of their memories. Yeah. Then and I'd be like, like, okay. Maybe like, he did it happen? Her. Did it not happen? Yeah. In another right. one, he doesn't kiss her, but he says something truly horrible or he says something so lovely that it felt like a kiss and like you can, you know, something like that. Or, or if there's a way to indicate like this isn't what they're telling the interviewer. This is the, this is separate of that. Or, you know what I mean? Like, had there been a, a way to play with that, I think it, I would have liked it more, but I hated, I didn't like that they kissed. Yeah. How did, when they showed Daisy 20 years later, her reaction and she like seems mad about it. Mm -hmm. 
did you so that's when i like on rethinking about it it was like she knew that billy was manipulating her and like old daisy was like like maybe yeah the kiss and that's how she sees it now but they just don't i think the i'm waiting for the flash forwards slash the present interviews to mean more Mm-hmm. Like right now, they're not totally adding a lot to me. It's like for some jokes and for foreshadowing, but it's like I wish that they were being used more aggressively. Yeah. And I wish that they were being used for story and not just for asides. Yeah. It feels like a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then Daisy sings the song and it's amazing. And then Billy comes home and sees Julia and Camilla sleeping in the bed together and has regrets. <laughs> this is why I don't think that he kissed, like, I don't know. It's you so don't... dumb. What? Well, no, I, I know that they kissed, but it's like, this is this is what, like, he didn't kiss her to get her to, to play the game. Right. He kissed you her think... because he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because coming home and looking at the two of them, he yes. felt awful and he wouldn't feel that way if he's like i just manipulated somebody into yes i agree i think he kissed her because he wanted to and because he was admitting that there was something there yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like tell me how you really feel and our lone comment so far and I do have to thank my audience because this is such a like a project for me <laughs> that you people will not engage with, which is totally fine. But the only comment we got is like they talk too much about what's different between the book and the show. And I'm like, that's and they want us to just pay attention to the show. Fine. That's a valid note. We won't be taking the note, but I appreciate <laughs> it. But it's like part of the book of what made the book so amazing is this yearning and this what could have been kind of idea. So then at the end, when things happen, we won't, who knows if they'll happen now, but whatever you, you, you feel this sense of hope and buoyancy because you're like, Oh, what could have been so true. So true. And so we just undermined all of that it's all gone and it feels like the air being let out of a balloon and it's just like okay so what are we doing here and and it's about because romances and this is not a romance but it's a romance podcast and romances are all about like how these two people coming together are now better for being in each other's lives. Mm. And obviously in a romance novel, they end up together in the end. But it's the same principle with this book because Taylor Jacobs Reed is clearly a romance novel fan. You could tell in like all of her books. Mm -hmm. But like, it's about how they made each other better by being together. And part of that is getting Daisy to grow up and not just take things and getting, and, and Billy to be able to be the man that he wants to be. And I always suspected that they maybe actually did hook up once in the book and they just didn't tell the interviewer Mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. If you have read the book, 
And I was was like, oh, that's something to hold on to. And so part of me was like, if they had done this whole, all of these shows, and then maybe it's like they're packing up the interview and then one of them starts thinking and we see like all the bits throughout the entire story where maybe they did have a moment. Yeah. And we could be like, okay, or something. But instead it's just like- Like a twist at the very end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But- I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it. And this episode, I'm happy we're taking a break. <laughs> because I need a moment. Yeah. I don't like it. I just, it's exactly what you said when it, the air felt released. And I was just like, this is episode six. We still have four more episodes. Where are they going to go? Yeah. And do I want to follow them anymore? Whoa. Truthfully, I mean, obviously we're going to. We've gotten this far into it. Whoa, that is a bold statement. You want to quit the pod? I don't want to quit the pod. Obviously, I'm not going to. But there is this kind of thing of like. What? What? So now I'm just going to like watch this guy cheat on his wife for four hours. You know what I mean? It just feels like not. Because that was the thing about the book is that Billy and Camilla's relationship, like, for as shaky ground as it was on, it was always solid. It was mm-hmm. always solid. And now it's not. Yeah. Like, you always knew that Billy loved Camilla and, like, she was who he was with. And Camilla felt the same about him. And it just felt like, no, Yeah. They've taken that away. Yeah. And I don't think it adds to the, like, cinematicness of it. I don't think it adds anything that we're not learning. Like, we've seen this story before. Mm-hmm. The story on the page is one that we haven't seen before and would have been way more interesting to look at. And everybody knows that rule, too, of, like, you don't get the two people you want to have together together. Janine and Gregory on Abbott Elementary are not together right now because that's the fun of it is the longing and the hoping and and especially how for how long Billy talks about like meeting the right person at the wrong time or that's part of love too mm-hmm. and that was always like the like kind of the tragedy of Billy and Daisy's story because had he met Daisy first you could have felt like okay there could have been something there that would have been very different mm-hmm. but he didn't anyway now we're at the Aurora photo shoot. Graham is like, I don't feel like we see Graham be an uncle as much in the book. And I love him as an uncle. I just wrote down Uncle Graham adorable. Like adorable. So Even how much he's so obsessed cute. with Julia is the sweetest. I and I love it so much. Um, there's a photographer that uh, that Camilla's admires who's there. And yeah, why didn't Billy just have Camilla shoot it from the beginning? Because he doesn't think of her anymore. Nope. Um, then, oh yeah, Daisy, Daisy goes up to Camilla and Julia while they're by like the snack table, and crafty tells tells Camilla that Billy wrote please, which is just a weird lie. Well, I don't know which is the lie. I guess we're, we'll we won't know, but it's just an odd thing. Oh, I thought that Billy lied. 
Yeah, I think Billy lied too. And Camilla's like, I don't know why you would say that. But now you don't know because her, like, the Camilla and Daisy relationship has weirdly been tainted. And so you're like, is she lying to Camilla to make Camilla wonder about Billy? It adds this, this, this like, gross layer to it. Yeah. I did like the line of um, Camilla saying anybody can do it, being a mom. And Daisy goes, they can't. Trust me, I know. That was heartbreaking. Daisy admires Camilla too, and it's yeah, exactly. Like they don't have to like each other, but they respect each other, and they have this like sense of admiration and decency towards each other. And the last time we saw them, they were like very close and had a very like intimate and close conversation. So it's so strange that now they're just like weirdly antagonistic. It's like, huh? Yeah. Like I assume they would have seen each other in the like time between but it's so bizarre right and this is just like the when they were at the party and camilla goes who cares what what billy wants like i want you here i this is the type of person who says what they want and does what they want and so for her to just not ask billy these questions is just doesn't feel very true no um we have a moment with karen and graham about why karen wants to keep the relationship secret I like it. Doesn't, yeah, she doesn't want to be the girlfriend in the six and for people to think about why she jo- is in the band. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. Yeah, and I like that Graham could relate without him being like, yep, I'm just the brother in the band, but you just got that underlying subtlety. I thought it was mm-hmm. good. Graham um, just being a being a good bro again, also being like, whatever you want, all right, and not being a real story. not being a real dick about it. It's like I understand. I'm the number one guy in this group. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I hope he doesn't have a huge downfall. Also, though. I know we're gonna be like Graham. Don't call yourself um, the number one guy in the group, Graham. It's a curse. Uh. That it's a photo shoot. They just want pictures of Billy and Daisy. Eddie's pissed, of course. Um, And then Jonah talks to Billy and admits to Billy that Daisy told him about his drug use and missing Julia's christening and birth, which is like low, down, dirty. Yeah. See, this is where I would have appreciated old Daisy in the present saying what she says in the book where she says you know this isn't what that was bad of me I should have never done that that was a horrible thing to do but Billy shouldn't have done what he did then next as in talking about Daisy instead of himself um yeah you don't do that that's no it's fucked especially yeah but yeah that's this is when you need her to justify it in the present Mm -hmm. daisy and billy of course start fighting camilla just is sneaking around and taking pictures and being jealous why is she jealous like uh no um i do love this next scene where daisy like storms off she's done after fighting with him and she's driving and I have to say, Riley Keel is a beautiful woman, obviously, but like has never looked as gorgeous as she does in this shot. For some reason, I was just like struck. Like she just looked amazing in the car. Yeah, it was like the hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I was just like Jesus. Um, 
she gets into an accident while she's looking for her notebook to start writing the song. I love that. I thought it was great. It was such a good, that was fantastic. As and somebody, the guy's like slamming on the window. Yeah. And she's like, I'm doing some, I'm in the middle of something. And it's so fantastic. And that's Daisy too. Like that was great. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was something that she would 100% do. Yeah. I also appreciated it as somebody who has had some close calls when I've, been fumbling for my notes app in my phone because I just thought of a great line. <laughs> like, I gotta write it down. Now I just go to voice memos and say the line and then That's good. That's yeah. better for everybody. No texting and driving, people. Don't do no it. No texting and driving. Um and then Camilla goes out. I mean, and Ugh. looks the best she looks, she looks amazing. Phenomenal. Jesus Christ. She, she looks so good. <laughs> I know. I, if I was Billy, I'd be scared too. I would be like, I'm coming with you wherever you're going. You're not leaving. Yeah, the he house just lets like her that. walk out, which is like he can't like chase her to her car, but like ask a follow up question. Oh, I'd just be like, you look so freaking hot. Like I'm coming with you, and yeah. we're showing you off. You're my wife. Like yes, they do please. have a baby at home. They can't just leave. Leave but... her. Leave her. <laughs> She's in the. But she looks that I... good. Yeah. <laughs> Abandon your child. Abandon your child. <laughs> but I feel like if I was like, Pat and I are not in a bad place in a relationship, but if I just like walked out and was like, goodbye, and Pat would be like, where are you going? Who are you going with? What is going on? Do you think but anyway, Billy, Billy feels like he's not allowed to say anything? Because Maybe. of how poorly he treated her when they were he was on tour. I don't I think he was just stunned. I think he just and that's the thing too. It's like old Camilla would have been been doing this stuff. She would have like called up Karen and been like, let's go get drunk. Let's go get fucked up. Yeah. And so the next scene is her at a rooftop bar by herself, drinking, crying, crying. crying. And yeah. And it's just so bizarre because it's like, yeah, Camilla would have called Karen or something. I don't know. Just like her crying by herself at a busy bar is so strange. Where are and all those Pete's friends there? that she had at her wedding? I know. <laughs> During the all huge wedding. The wedding but we can't call one of them for a drink. All the friends it's that she so had at strange. her housewarming party. Why can't she call them? Like what? You had yeah. so many friends at all these party scenes. Where are they now? Exactly. And she sees Pete. So here. Eddie. Eddie sorry. We have a ton of questions. I have a ton of questions. And I assume you do too. Did she go there thinking Eddie would be there? No. Okay. Eddie did look great. I, yeah, he think w- he did handsome. look good in this. He did look good in this this uh, episode. His wig yeah, was so, working. Uh huh. Well, apparently it's all their hair. I sent you that. Oh yeah, I didn't read it because it's said spoilers, and I was like, oh, refused. Well, somebody, some very nice uh, listener sent us a article all about how most of the actors use their real hair because they had time to grow it out. Um, I love, I love that love. So he's talking to a girl. He tells her basically to fuck off. And then he goes, sits with Camilla. And she's like, oh, I can't believe you would turn down a sure thing for me. And he says, I choose. 
I choose you over everyone. I told you. Bold. I told you. You knew it was coming, and I was like, no. I don't know how I knew, but I was just like, I don't like this. (laughs) No, it was. So then we basically cut to Camilla coming home. It's the 70s, and people love to drink and drive in the 70s. And I don't even know if it was illegal. People were getting shit canned and get behind the wheel like it was no thing. Um, and then she does, says the line about, like, everybody has – there were so many secrets at the time. I just wanted a secret of my own. So we that don't know feel... that anything happened with her yes, and Eddie. We do. Come okay. on. I'm, I'm choosing to think that they, like – I don't know. She How says, did, I need a secret of my own. She comes home. She wipes tears away. Eddie later refuses to leave. And then when he sees Billy, he runs away. Mm-hmm. They slept together. Please. Please. Okay. Girl, you know it. You so know weird. it deep down in your heart they did. Don't. I know, but I it. hate it. But it's, I hate it too. I hate it so much, but that's what <sighs> it is. So then Camilla comes home. Billy's like, did you eat? Like, where were you? And she just says that she was at dinner with a friend and billy knows something happened like i don't he doesn't know that something happened with eddie obviously right. but he knows something yeah something but he can't say anything because of the tour yeah but also what he's doing with daisy right now which is like the whole thing oh, she yeah, thinks too. something is happening <laughs> and so that's why she did that i mean it's not like she's still bitter from the tour uh but see this is like why like uh this even forget the camilla in the book the camilla in the show that they have previously established would not care she would mm-hmm. say something and she wouldn't be she wouldn't need a secret of her own like she doesn't need this internal life that is not who she really is. I don't like, it just didn't make sense. No, I, I would like to know why this decision was made. Cause it just adds another love triangle that doesn't need to be there. They're adding these love triangles that it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the scene when Billy sees Eddie in the recording studio, Eddie just immediately turns and runs in the other direction. It's fantastic. Because also from Eddie's point of view, I don't think he's thinking like, maybe he ran into my wife last night and fucked her. He's just like, <laughs> typical Eddie. Like, yeah, like, never liked me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He yeah. doesn't want to see me this morning. <laughs> and then he walks into Daisy singing Regret Me. And he says he refuses to have it on the album, but then it gets outvoted by everybody. His temper tantrum was so fantastic because this is the <laughs> Billy that just is like, is so unaware, just like lacks mm-hmm. that self-awareness of that he did the exact same thing to Daisy. And now he's going to be like, no, we can't do this again. It's so good. It's yeah. so funny. And it's such a good song. Yeah. I love it. So I looked up in the back of the book. They have the lyrics mm-hmm. for the book, the sorry, the songs, and mm-hmm. they're not the same. They've changed them. I'm okay with it. Oh yeah, no, I just like I I was wondering if they were going to use them. If I bet they tried. TJ's work, yeah, probably yeah. like as a starting point. But if all of TJ's yeah. work was for not, I wouldn't say so. Uh, Billy storms out, kicks a headlight. Of course, who's lurking? 
Jonah. Jonah. Hey, Jonah's bird. sneaking up behind him. Just and like is very like like gross and TMZ like that he's like, well, you know, because Billy is very reasonably like, don't talk about my daughter. Like that's fucked up. Which is like, yes, I'm on Billy's side. Don't talk about his daughter. Yeah. But it's also like say he was in rehab, but don't say when. Like, whatever. Um and then Jonah says, give me something better. Yep. Um, they record Regret Me. Everyone is ripping butts the whole time. <laughs> you know I love it. I loved it. I love that it was just a, like, a slow pan of everybody smoking. And then you get to <laughs> Daisy. And she's also smoking while she's singing. So good. Chef's kiss. And then at the end, Teddy and Daisy are listening to like the final cut of the song, and Teddy just starts doing this like tiny little clap. <laughs> and that's how they ended the Aurora sessions, which were was a great way to end it. And then the band is on hiatus. Warren went on a boat with two sets of twins. Two sets of identical twins. Wow. That's gross. That's a little <laughs> incest fantasy of Warren's. Um <laughs> Eddie's real fucking shifty, so I'm like, wait, did this turn into an actual affair see, and not a one night thing? Like, what the fuck? He stuck around. He's like, oh, I stuck around to see if anything happened. Th- something happened. Oh, I don't like it. Karen and Graham are still having sex. Aurora's on the radio. You know, things are fine for the band. Daisy's at home, and Jonah has sent her a few pages from the article. Now you know I paused. And read it. Yeah. So what did it say? The pauses it just, in this episode were pretty uh, large chunks of text. Yes. Like the song was a lot. Please. When they paused on please, it was a lot to read. And when they paused on the article, it was a lot to read. Yo, yeah. It just talks about Daisy showing up late to everything, really pilled out. There's a great line from Warren where he's like, Daisy is like the frog and the scorpion. Like you can't, like she's going to be how she's going to be. And yeah, it talks about her being late and not really caring about the people around her, which I thought it was going to be something more specific. I honestly thought it was going to be the story of her breaking into her childhood home Mm. that she'd only told Billy because otherwise it's just kind of like, yeah, I mean, he was, there and had eyes so this isn't a betrayal by billy this is just him seeing what's happening thank you i was like when i paused it and i read it i was like this is just a bash piece against daisy this isn't like this isn't very specific to anything that billy would say how is this different from what he just wanted to do what she was trying to do to him yeah like in the book it's so much more interesting because she says, you know, that thing about his daughter, he says, please don't print that. Jonah says, give me something better. And he's like, okay, here's something better. I hate Daisy. I hate her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, that's amazing. The two lead singers of the new hot band hate each other. That's a story. It's not just that Daisy, this struggling waitress who made it big has a pill problem. And I was like, I don't, I don't like that. Especially in like 1978 where it's like, yes, she was a rock star with a pill addiction. Like, are we shocked by this? Are we scandalized? Like, is she shocked that that, like, does she care that people know that she's on pills? Because it, 
I don't think she does. No, if she's in a taxi cab drinking champagne and popping pills when she's getting out of it, she does not care what anybody thinks about her. Yeah. So I thought that was really odd where it would make more sense if it was something that she had only told Billy. And it was like a real betrayal of confidence. And instead it was just like, yeah, she shows up late. Yeah. Okay. And for it to be the quote from like Warren and just other members mm-hmm. of the band, that's not interesting. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, Billy's looking at pictures for the album. He hates them all. And then Camilla gives him what ends up being the album cover. I I liked it. Like and then this. Yeah. She says we used to fight like that. And then she says if you love her and he says I don't and she goes, "Well, if you do, that's when this ends." Mhm. I like Is that. Is that from the book? N- not at that moment. I think I yeah. don't I'm trying to remember. I feel like she does say something around like those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but because she doesn't take the picture, it's like the guy takes the the actual photographer takes the photo. Um, yeah, I like that she took the photo though. I thought that that was interesting. Uh, no, and, I liked that a lot too. Yeah, it was like a good difference. It was cool. Yeah, but yeah, the. Like, why couldn't she have said that before? Why was what was stopping her from saying this? What she needed proof, she needed to have eyes to see that her husband was flirting with Daisy or like something needed to happen so that they would have a sexual energy fight. Like, what, why, why was Camilla saying these things now? Yeah. I don't know. Because this is the episode. It didn't, it wasn't like a lot of payoffs, but honestly, that's what it feels like. Billy in the future says, history what hap- is what happened, not what almost happened. Mm-hmm. But it happened, Billy. We saw. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unless he's just talking about when he almost walked into her room for temptation, or he almost, but like kissing her in a, also kissing her in a parking lot in the middle of the day, in the middle of the day at a studio where you all are very well known. It's your office. It's your workplace. Yeah, it's so fucking bizarre. Then Billy goes to Daisy. Why do you think he went to Daisy's? What? Then after that he conversation he has with Camilla, he goes to Daisy's and that's oh, when the maid to is find like, to find oh, the maid. She moved right, out, right. Yeah. On Wednesday. To tell her that Oh my gosh, what if it's that he was saying it's what almost happened because he went there to start an affair and then he was thwarted by Maid. The maid slash Daisy leaving to go move to Greece. I think he was going to tell her, like, this is over, but it, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even really think about that. Yeah. Maybe to, like, talk through the tour to get ready to talk about the album, to apologize. Maybe he was going to apologize for storming out of Regret Me. Yeah, but that must have happened so long ago. 
you know? Maybe he was going to apologize for... I don't know. I don't know either. I was very confused. I think they just needed for the audience to know that Daisy had left. Yeah. Um, Daisy's in Greece. Yep. <laughs> so we'll be in Greece next time we talk, I guess. I wonder why they made it Greece and not... Because she goes to Thailand in the book. Oh. But some foreign country. Well, didn't she travel? Like she was traveling all over the place. Like she was in Italy. Well, no, she goes. She goes to Thailand, and then um, she, it's after they've started rehearsals for the tour. She goes to Thailand, and then she tells Simone come to Thailand. And in the middle of Simone getting to Thailand, she meets the Italian prince, and then goes to Italy, and then starts oh. traveling with them right and then simone has to like track her down by pretending to be the credit card company so simone <laughs> better come back in greece we better see her i and know two episodes without timmy simone o, if we don't see timmy o in this next episode i'm gonna burn this to the ground <laughs> what are we doing here people he's been in one episode like one and a half two. episodes he oh, was yeah, in half. He was in the first scene of the second episode. Like, you're killing yeah. me. You're killing me. We need more. I, yeah. This was a tough one to get through. I just, I don't know where they go from here. There's still four episodes. Yeah, I'm confused too. There's still four episodes and we're literally like there's only a third of the way of the book left. Not even like a fourth of the book left. They must be doing some big changes. That worries me. Yeah, it worries me too. Maybe they're just going to give the tour the full like amplification that it needs. I hope so. Oh After gosh. this episode, I'm like not so. You seem so sad. I know. I'm just bummed out. I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't get it. I thought that. If you watched this episode and you loved it to the audience, tell us. Tell us why. Because <laughs> it's not like we aren't liking the show. We're loving the show. I, the last two episodes were so fucking good. And then I just feel like I was. it. it was all undone in a way because mm. it went away from the book and that's what i'm wondering i would love we've got to have claire on to talk about as somebody yes. who hasn't read the book i just like i want to know if there's something that we're missing because we're book readers yeah that somebody who hasn't read the book but is watching the show just understands more has she been watching it? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we got to get her up to speed. But she's listening to the podcast. <laughs> hey, Claire. Shout out, Claire. You know, Claire, you need to watch some episodes because we we need to you to come on in here, please. I was going to um, say, I'm sure we can find somebody else who's watching the show, but we haven't, I don't know anybody like uh, talking about the show. Yeah, that's the thing that's tough. Mm. You need to find somebody. Um... 
Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I'm, I'm ready for more music. I want more music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want like full songs of it too. Cause I just want to listen to the album, but I'm such a lame Pure. person. Yeah. I'm so lame that I'm like, I can't listen to the album until I hear it on the TV show. <laughs> I used to be that way where I was like, I wouldn't listen to movie scores if I hadn't watched the movie. I love movie scores. It's like what I listen Mm -hmm. to. And now I'm like, okay, I'll listen to a movie score, even if I haven't seen the movie. You know, it's a great writing score. Atonement? Um, If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, yeah. Nicholas Bartel. So good. Yeah. Love him. Atonement is a really good one because it's got the clack of the typewriter. Clack, 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 clack. And also uh, Social Network because it's just like constantly like so good. Oh, oof. Yeah. That stressed me out. No, I it's have a to good one. To... It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I listen to Brown Noise. What is that? It's, it's just like a two hour long. Maybe that's my soon. It's for fo- Brown Noise for Focus. So it's not like White Noise. It's a different like frequency and it's for concentration. If you have ADHD, it is really helpful. Brown noise. You, I think you have ADHD. We can go ahead and diagnose you right now. No. And I, I'll send it to you and you should listen to it. But it's like, it just calms like the speed. Like, you know how you're always thinking of a million things at once. So even when you're writing, you're like, and this and that and that. See, I'm not like that though. Okay. My Must mind is nice. pretty blank. <laughs> Oh, good. Sometimes I think that I'm um, the Lego from the Lego movie where they're like, let your mind go blank. And then it does. <laughs> okay. I like, don't have I that do experience. that. <laughs> uh, well, I have to listen to the brown noise on Spotify and it helps because then I can just concentrate on one thing instead of thinking of a million things. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe it'll be good for me. You could try. I can try. Um, um, I'm gonna swoon about the Oscar-winning score of "All Quiet on the Western Front." Haven't really seen the movie. I haven't oh. seen the movie. When I watch the Oscars, every time somebody from "All Quiet on the Western Front" would win, they would do this like "ball," the like, and it was like a, a little snippet from the score. And I was like, "This is so interesting. What <laughs> is that? Like, obviously, it's from the score, but I was like, yeah." I need to listen to this score. It sounds so good. And I have, it's really good. I do really okay. like it. Um, it does not make me feel like I'm in battle, but you know, maybe I got to listen to it a few more times. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can you spoil a hundred year old book? The, I've seen the original what... film. Everybody dies. Yeah. No, I've seen the original. I read the book in high school, mm-hmm. and I've seen the original film. But yeah. I just haven't seen. I haven't seen this Netflix remake. It's supposed to be really good, though. Yeah, the Oscars lived for it. The Oscars loved it. All right. Well, so we'll we're taking you. a break, but we're not really taking a break. We're because... not taking a break for you guys. Yeah. We just recorded all these in really quick succession. Yes. And now but we're taking we're taking a, a vacation of like a week. Yeah. 
a little less than a week. But we'll be back here on Monday or on Wednesday with episode seven, eight, nine, ten. No, so it's so now it's only two episodes. Oh, so then seven, eight, and then eight, so nine. And this then weekend, nine, <laughs> this weekend they're releasing seven and eight, and the next week they're releasing nine and ten. Okay. So they're only releasing two episodes for the rest of the time, twice. I have faith. I think it's going to turn around. If you guys ha- want to let us know your thoughts, if you have not read the books and are just watching the TV show, let us know your thoughts on just watching the TV show. Like, are we really off base? Um, you can email us at learningthetropespodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Learning Tropes, on Instagram at Learning the Tropes. We have our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com and search Learning the Tropes, you'll find us. We put videos of all of our episodes up on the Patreon so we can see you now. Um, and I think that's it. So we will see you next time. And until then, keep Jones in for us. For us. For us. For us. <laughs>